This is not comfortable. That's what she said. <laughs> in the backseat of a Volkswagen? I... <laughs> Today's podcast, it's the 3 o'clock parade. It's presented it by Adventures Out There Travel. Adventures Out There Travel can help you go great places like New Orleans for oh. Mar- Mardi Gras. The, the Fat Tuesdays. <laughs> Fat Tuesday. Uh, Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A at AdventuresOutTheTravel.com. Even though she normally helps you find Disney destinations, she can help you find any destination that you're looking for. They're a full-service travel company and the official travel company of the 3 O'Clock Parade. That's us. And okay. uh Viva Gaia. And... Rhiannon, how do you say let the good times roll in... Les le bon temps pour Yeah! There you I'm... go. Les le bon temps pour I'm not even going to butcher it this year. I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm just going to let you do it. Since it says the official holiday... If Skipper Dick Ritchie... Is, it's the, if St. Patrick's Day is the official holiday of Skipper Dick Ritchie, the official holiday of Rhiannon is Mardi Gras. I'll allow that. I love it. I'm down. Mm-hmm. What's yours? I mean, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, exactly. I'll take that. Or yeah, Wednesday's <laughs> good. Take Wednesday. Uh, Saturday. I mean, Viva Saturday. V- Viva Sabado. Viva, Viva Sabado. There you go. Viva Sabado. That's mine. I'm the official. The official holiday of Drunky is uh, is uh, is uh, Saturday. But um, so what uh, exactly what t- t- today is Fat Tuesday, Rand, and how do you celebrate uh, the big day? Um, typically recovery. Wait, so yeah. last night was the? That's that's what people outside of New Orleans don't really get is that all of the best parties and parades and everything happened the weekend and the Monday, aka Lundi Gras, leading up to Mardi Gras, and, and then Mardi Gras. Everyone's just hungover as fuck, and no one has to work, and so you just sleep all day. Oh, I got and you. There are some decent parades, but honestly, I never went to them because I was just asleep. And then by the time Wednesday rolls around, you're back up and ready to go back to work. Is Lindy Gras just a consist of um? My favorite thing, I love the you know the band in the street with the umbrellas and all that. Does that go on a lot? You're talking about funerals. That they only do that for funerals. Second lining is for funerals. <laughs> they, only do that for, they only do that for funerals. They don't ever do that for celebration. Well, technically it's a celebration. It's a celebration of life, but... I mean, I'm not... I'm, just, I'm being honest. I'm, I don't, I'm not big on my New Orleans culture. I don't... I don't... Maybe I don't not. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should go sometime. Yeah. I mean, although what's funny, what, what, I, what I've always enjoyed about Mardi Gras here in Orlando is during the weekend of Mardi Gras and the week, like, you go to the parks and, like, everybody's wearing LSU stuff because they all want to escape. <laughs> <laughs> like, thousands of, of uh, Louisianans uh, descend upon Florida uh, during this time. They probably rent their houses out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, like, probably. Probably make their uh, make a, a you know a pretty decent killing uh, if you live anywhere near the uh, the festivities. 
Yeah, we actually looked into um, getting a vacation home in New Orleans with the idea that, you know, we'd only go there like a few weeks a year. The rest of the time we would just have it as Airbnb. It would pay for itself. Well, turns out, get this, I'm not the first person to think of this. (laughs) I know. And apparently so many people have thought of this that the people who live there full time don't appreciate it. And so there are some now strict laws in the books and you can only rent out your home. It's like 90 days out of a year or something. It's something really crazy. So they've seriously cut down on the number of Airbnbs allowed. And yeah, sadly, my vacation home would not be paying for itself anymore. Huh. Yeah, that dream's over. It's over. Because it's a lot more, you know, I, I notice a lot of people do that, like, around football stadiums and stuff like they buy. But those are usually in much, much even worse neighborhoods, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, these are actually places places people really do want to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they really don't, probably don't appreciate that. Um, so, that, so, okay. So, now, I have heard the term Lindy Gras, now that you say it. Uh, and that is the Monday night, is what you're saying. Yeah. It just translates to Fat Monday as opposed to Fat Tuesday. Oh, so it's really just fat days. Gotcha. Okay. But it got me thinking when you when you said, hey, let's do like a Mardi Gras. Let's do our Mardi Gras show. I'm like, you, there really are, when you really think about it, there are a lot of Disney uh, New Orleans connections. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot, and on both coasts. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. You guys, you have an entire resort. We have a land. Which is possibly the best land. I mean, arguably the best land in Disneyland. Arguably. It's great. I love it. Now, if I remember, help me, help me, help me remember, Skip. When you're coming into Disneyland, when you, to get there, do you turn left and go through Adventureland and then that just kind of turns into it? Is that what happens? I mean, if you think about where... Pecos Bills is the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It's kind of the same place. So you can go through uh, Adventureland to get there, or you can cut through Frontierland. Gotcha. Uh, which I guess over there would be uh, Liberty Square. Right. Okay. You know, right. It's, it's kind of where those two places intersect, um, is where you would meet up. It's kind of weird, yeah, because like uh, from uh, the uh, New Orleans Square is on the river for Rivers of whatever they call it. Is he called Rivers of America there as well? Yep. So, yeah, so it's kind of mixed right in with Frontierland then. Gotcha. I remember remember the longest line at Disneyland was for those those beignets, the like creamsicle beignets. Oh, my God, yeah, those beignets. (laughs) Even good. I think I the didn't longest... try the cream school ones. The regular beignets are good. Yeah. Were it, like, was it the cream school ones that we had when we were there, or was it a different flavor? That was what they had that night for the events. I just remember. I think it was Ellen got them, and I had a bite, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that is what authentic. Yeah, there's a reason beignets taste like beignets. <laughs> um. But I remember that. I remember nothing in the entire weekend. We waited in more than 20 minutes except for the beignets. This is the longest line of the longest line of the weekend. Longest line of the weekend. Oh yeah, for sure. 
But I love New Orleans Square. Very cool. Although I've never been into, and that is the home of Club 33. Oh, let's go. Let's go right now. Oh. Do we, could we, like, could we get, do you have a connection to get us into Club 33 if we went, like. I mean, I think if you guys gave me enough time to plan it, I could probably get us in. Yeah. Start saving up now. Uh, have you guys ever seen, I went once and I've totally forgot it was today. Um, but at Port Orleans French quarter, as you said, there's a resort here in Florida, obviously they do a golf cart parade for Mardi Gras. So cool. Yeah. And they, uh, they, uh, they dress them up and then, and they're not playing around. Like they dress these up like legit floats and the different departments of the resorts. You got like engineering, housekeeping, front desk. They all have their own. Um, their own float, and when the year I went, there was like they were really cool. They had a Star Wars one. They had um, game, you know, they had Monopoly. I mean, it's just it's whatever. It's it's really really cool. And this year, they somebody engineering made a giant, really cool looking Nautilus uh, submarine, and uh, drove it down the parade route. So very very cool. Yes. <laughs> it's like, believe it. <laughs> we believe it. Fill the believe awkward it. silence. Just believe it. Uh, the line. I saw the picture you posted. So. Yeah, the, the line for beignets this morning was 30 minutes long. Ooh. So there you go. Uh, where do you rank Port Orleans French Quarter, Skipper Ritchie, on your Disney World Resort? Full rankings. Because I'm going to tell you, for me, it's really high. It's very high. Possibly top five. Uh, wait, what is my ranking of the resort itself? Yeah, like, it's it's actually top five for me. If you take, because I, I always put, you know, dollar for dollar, Disney resorts. It's really hard to beat Port Orleans French Quarter. Like, it's top five for me. Um. Yeah, oh, I love I love Porter Lanes, uh, but I'm more of a Riverside than oh. I'm more of a Riverside guy. I think mm, up country. Yep, yep. What about uh, you, Rand? Porter or um, Crystal? I think I probably have to go with French Quarter. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I like them both. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where I'd rank it necessarily these days because things just keep fluctuating. Yeah. And now they've then they've taken over what I've always wanted was them to take over the old restaurant Bonfamils and make it into a bar, and they've done it. I was just hoping for the haunted mansion bar. Now it's well, just obviously. Yeah. Cool. No, I actually Kristen took some pictures of it for me, and it looks very bare bones and sad. Yeah, I mean the bar itself was very nice, but like it's almost like it's too big, and they didn't want to, you know, they, it would have been too much to do all that for everything. So they they kind of just picked little corners to to really put a lot of money into, and then they left the other ones just kind of sit. But I, I appreciate the effort. And I'm hoping they can eventually go a little bit uh, towards still go. I'm still holding out hope for the Haunted Mansion bar at Port Orleans French Quarter. 
That does lead us to Skipper Richie getting closer and closer to St. Patrick's Day. Oh, we're getting right around the corner. I'm so I mean, glad that February is almost done. It's coming. It's happening. Oh, yeah, it is. Both, both of those things are true. I'm actually, like, we're making our actual plans for, like, logistics, for getting in and out of the park, or, you know, who we're riding with, that kind of stuff. So, like, it's actually getting very close. You make plans? Plans. I mean, our plans are, I'm going to be at a park. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for me, I got to figure out how, you know, we got to figure out who we're riding with, how we're getting there, when we're coming yeah. back, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um. You know, and where, yeah, we're gonna, who, who we're going to drop off because it's spring break for the uh, the the chitlins. Oh boy! Spring. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's actually spring break, so uh, that will be uh, something you'll probably Gosh. realize once you get here that uh, it's. Oh, I um, figured it's always busy. Yeah. Somebody posted the other day is like, will there will there ever be a slow season? I'm just like, I don't feel like there's been one in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, now that Chapik took over. Oh, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Breaking news. <laughs> like, literally, 4 o'clock Eastern, it just kind of drops that uh, CEO, Bob Iger, is uh, stepping down effective immediately. Immediately. I love yeah. that. What I love the fact that they had to throw that out immediately. Yeah, like they're just they're not messing around. So I mean, that is unusual, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean it I think it is, but he's been talking about leaving for a while now. So like I know Iger's been saying like, hey, you know what, like we need to get somebody else, somebody's taking over. I'm just gonna stay through this long. Uh I just feel that the way that they're like immediately like, I expect, like, in a week, there's going to be some scandal we haven't heard about. Yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What happened? Right? Yeah. Or, I mean, is it is it scandalous? Or that That's the question, because Mrs. D&D and I had a, a little dun- dinner here about an hour ago, and she's like, did that happen? I was like, yeah. She's like, what's the re- what's everybody saying? What's the scuttlebutt? And is it that, or is it that, you know, is is are they just literally possibly forecasting that business-wise, shit's about to go down, and it's like, let's kind of show we have our plan in place moving forward as quickly as we possibly can. I don't know. So who knows if it's business related or if it's when's the, when's their next like quarterly or stock review thing. I thought they just did one, honestly, just a couple weeks ago. A, uh... Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like that's not what's going on, I mean, but just, I'm also interested in what the market has to say. Oh, went down four dollars but the entire market had a bad day today yeah and i wonder if that i mean that's what i'm saying is that related to just that is like wall street literally demanding that places figure out exactly what they're doing because i know there was it was almost like he's going to step down at some point i mean i you know i don't really get into this corporate side of disney all that much because i choose to not i focus on what's important you know bars and parks and rides right right right. the things we like to do (laughs) So the important stuff to my life, but um, you know, obviously from a top-down perspective, with hours and and staffing cuts, I mean, this definitely does could affect it. And uh, they're just literally they came out with really nothing. And I love that probably ten minutes after they announced it, the Disney Parks blog released like some, <laughs> hey everybody, come look at the new Spaceship Earth update. Oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> 
Like we're gonna, we're, you know, we're we're changing Spaceship Earth. You might want to come, you know, look at this. We we announced when we're closing. They literally held up a shiny ball. They're like yeah. over here. Jangle some car keys. Yep. <laughs> look, look, and you look, and you're like, yeah, I don't. All right, it's like a scene. It you can't really see what's going on. Like they're, I mean, from a our perspective, it's kind of cool. It looks like they're keeping basically s- some of the same scenes from before. This was the uh, the one they showed was the Egyptian scene. They made some changes. They added, I don't know, possibly a female character right at the edge. And I don't know, but it looks like it's going to be, you know, in the same spirit of Spaceship Earth. So let's hope that's the case. I like that it wasn't like all we saw was like Moana. <laughs> <laughs> No offense to Moana. Nothing against Moana. Nothing against Moana. But, uh, you know, I'd like Moana to be in a different ride, not necessarily Spaceship mm-hmm. Earth. Mm-hmm. What if they did the same thing that they did with uh, Small World, where they incorporated the characters in, but they did it with the live-action version? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've always thought, you know, I, I'm all fine with, like, an Easter egg kind of side of it. You know, that's kind of like how Small World is. They almost put them in, like, Easter eggs, like yeah, yeah, it, you know, it's so from that perspective, go for it. But I don't know. Hopefully, they'll tell some kind of cool Epcotty story. That's all you really want. I, I just want an Epcotty story. Somebody suggested maybe we could have uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson as the uh, the new narrator. You great. And these motherfucking monks tirelessly recorded all those manuscripts, except this lazy motherfucker taking a nap here on the left. I feel like Mark's ruined Samuel L. Jackson for me because he turned Alexa into Samuel L. Jackson, and it just gets old real fast. Yeah, he's like, ask Samuel L. Jackson to tell me that. He's like, the the weather, motherfucker, in Orlando is... It's not quite. It's a little choppy. It's a little choppy too. It's sixty-eight degrees, motherfucker. Does he drop the MF a lot? No, he doesn't really. He says. I think he drops. He says something. He definitely doesn't. It's not snakes on a plane worthy. (laughs) Damn, that would have been great. Yeah, but um, speaking of um, St. Patrick's Day, which also is spring, which is also Flower and Garden Festival, we have breaking news for Flower and Garden. Skipper to Gritchie, the Coco show is returning. Yeah, I heard. Yes. Super exciting. I never actually saw it. So I thought I was I thought it was over. I thought we were done. But um I don't know where they're gonna hopefully they'll find a spot to do it where it won't because that is such a bottleneck that area. Oh, yeah, for sure. And sure. the sun is usually, like, right on them. So that's always good. Oh, but it's, it's, oh, it's just, it's, I hope they do one right around the time that we're, you know, we're leaving the Mexico Pavilion. Because that's when you really need just a good, you know, give me a good 20 minutes just standing here outside. I like how, I would say, would you say that the amount of time spent in the Mexico, in Mexico proper is probably at least two hours <laughs> Uh, we sp- yeah, I was going to say, we spend a great amount of time there. Because you're like, oh, okay, we're leaving uh, La Cava de Tequila, and then it's like, and we're going to stand out in the street for another hour and a half. Yeah. And that's uh, when I, was was- just, I was just looking, the uh, the band that's playing in the 
Get in the Groove or whatever the hell the concert series is for that day, Starship. Oh, nice. Is that yeah. We Built the City on Rock and Roll? We Built the City on Rock and Roll. You're going to hear that one song for 20 minutes yeah. every 30 minutes. And you know what? That's exactly what I want. Why? <laughs> I remember we went, oh, God, who sings um. I feel like making love, Night Ranger. Just bad taste. A bunch of uh, me and a couple of guys, we we got the dads together and we camped and we're like, we're like, let's take the bus over and let's go check out Night Ranger. You know, so we it took such a pain in the ass to get back there. Everybody's here. We get there, they just played a 30-minute version of Feel Like Making Love the whole time. And we're like, this is exactly what everybody wanted. Nobody wants anything but that. Yeah, they just want to hear the hits. Yeah. But I, I don't think that's Night Ranger. Oh, which one is it then? Oh, shoot. All right. I feel like, what is it? Which is it? I feel... Oh, let's find it out. I feel... Like... Bad Company. Bad Company. Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah. People, people are screaming at their... Uh... <laughs> At their iPods right now. Yeah, no, Night Ranger did uh, Sister Christian. Sister Christian. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Sister Christian, Uh, now the time is gone. All right, random side note. What movie do you think about when you hear that song now? I'm going to see if you're like me. Sister Christian? Um, Oh, God. Is it one of the Will Ferrell movies? No, it's uh, got Marky Mark Wahlberg in it. Oh, it's a really cool scene, crazy scene from Boogie Nights. Oh. It's so I good. I only saw Boogie Nights once. God, I love that movie. Same. I love that movie. Love it. But um, speaking of new stuff, did you see the cast previews are underway for Mickey and Minnie Railway? Yes. Yeah. People are loving it. Yeah. I'm... We're going to have to. I think maybe one of the days during spring break, we're going to take the crew, the fam. We're just going to we're just going to rope drop it and, and we'll see what yeah. happens. Cuz uh I have fast service for it. You have them? Oh man. Yeah. I God. tried. It was already booked up by the time I looked yeah. at it. It is without a resort reservation, man. It's tough. Um well, dude, I'm I'm very jealous of you right now. I don't think they're until April there, so don't be too jealous. Dude, that's I'd wait if I had a I'd be fine with me. I I don't yeah that's <laughs> fine. If I could find if I knew now I had a fast pass in July, I'd be like that's fine. I'll wait till July. That's fine. <laughs> fine. I don't care. December sure. Just as long as I don't. Have to, yeah, I'm in. I can wait till July or December. No problem. Yeah. My whole plan is just uh, rope drop. Uh, studios that day, get in line and book my uh, boarding pass for Rise, and just hope right. that it all works out. Because you have not done either. I haven't done either. Rise yeah. of the Resistance, right? Yep. So yep. like the worst Star Wars fan ever. I am. I am actually. I was thinking about it, and I was like, I'm not a good Disney podcast host anymore. Like Bye. I haven't been to a park in months. It's just not good. But I did go to the I did go to Pixar twice in the same week and the Disney uh, Family Museum. Are you, are you saying that we need to find a new West Coast 
correspondent? No. no, I just say I'm saying I need to get my ass in gear. Yes, I agree. Or you need to. We need to find somebody that, we, that you can go. With. Basically, like the a char that can go to Disneyland. Yeah, no shit, man. I that part of the problem is that it's just expensive to go. So yeah. I need to find somebody that wants us to go, and you know, can split a room about every other week, maybe once a month at the bare minimum. Uh, if they're a cast member, that'd be even better because then we could get a cast member rate at the Disneyland Hotel. So what you're saying is you don't. Dreams. What would they call what they call that dating app that was Disney? Was um shit. I should totally look into that. But instead of dating, maybe you just need to be like, like, DisneyFanMoocher.com. Oh yeah, yeah. I want that. that yeah. sounds yes. awesome to me. Yeah, like, like it, it let's connect like, you with cast members that don't have families or friends. Or friends right. right. How about DisneyCouchSurfer.com or something like that? Ooh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I do have a friend that lives really close to Disney, and uh, and she is totally cool with me uh, couch surfing. But she's also recently started dating this guy, and yeah. her, you know, I am not little. Her couch is tiny. The last yeah. time I slept on it, I was like, "This is not comfortable." Mm, so yeah, yeah I, I like... definitely need. Uh, and it's like, you know, you're, you're newly dating. It's like, so who's this guy from the internet, you know? I don't know. Well, I mean, I've, I've known this person for a while. She's not an internet person uh, at all. I actually met her when it, she, she used to work for Apple the same way I, mm-hmm. I did. So, uh, you know, I've known her for a while. So it's this guy from work I used to work right. with. It's just a super awkward. Like, inter- yeah, chain. Who cares really? The, it, who cares where they? It doesn't really matter. You're like, yeah, that's not. No thanks. Yeah, no that, thanks. That's my whole problem. Is that I just, you know, I don't want to interrupt their sexy time. If you know. Or what I mean. just. Hmm. Um. By the way, breaking. Uh, we have a uh, SR boner from West Connecticut. Uh, hmm? The uh, former three o'clock parade rum runners fantasy football league champion. He wants to know. So, anything noteworthy happened with Disney this week? <laughs> <laughs> what? <Nothing>. What? Gomo? <laughs> what? What? So that was a. You know, there's a big one there. Let's see. Right. So yeah, Skip, we gotta get you to Disneyland because um, a lot going on over there. Yeah, I got you to report on. Yeah, we yeah we do. We need you. We need you, man. But if anybody's uh, wondering if Onward is good, I would say ignore the previews because they're terrible. And uh, the movie's good. So you're saying the previews do not do the movie justice? Oh, not even close. Good because the, the previews pre- do not make it look good. No, the previews do not make it look good. Hmm. I agree. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody that um, that I've talked to, like I was talking to people at the charity event, and they were excited about it. They enjoyed the movie. And a lot of them were the same way. You know, they were just like me. They paid because they wanted to go to Pixar, because Pixar Studios, to those of us that love it, are kind of like, it's like the Willy Wonka factory, you know? Because uh, you can't just go, and they were all like, "We didn't really want to see the movie. We really wanted to come to the studio." 
And then after the movie, they were like, that shit was so good. And I'm like, yes. So I would say ignore the trailer, go see the movie. Good. Good. Um, speaking of worlds, I mean, maybe you shouldn't, but you've been on Smuggler's Run, is that correct? Oh, multiple times. Right. So what do you feel about yeah. this breaking news that there is now, someone has found, they figured out that there is a secondary special mode that you can hack into called Chewy Mode. Yeah, or Chewie just yells at you. And instead of yeah, Hondo, who's annoying. I don't really like Hondo's verbal cueing. Yeah. So <laughs> Chewie would be much better. I'd rather have Chewie. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I have a hard time believing anybody hacked the system, though. Like, looking at what you have to do to make that work, and imagine you had to have been the one that said, okay, I'm going to let you guys in on a little and secret. Because, yeah, you would have to have like all six people in unison trying to figure it out and there's such random button combinations that right yeah nobody nobody just figured that out that was something that was passed along which i'm fine with i think it's cool but uh yeah i don't know if i could ever make it happen it's like trying to find the g spot is what you're saying Mm. not a thing yeah it's not really it's not real it's not real it's not real not real. It's not real. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, yeah, you gotta like. This is like uh, when you used to play Contra, and it's like up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, left, B, right, A, B, C, X, start. Yeah. You yeah, get you... lives. Well, no, because like, like two people have to do something, and then the two people behind them have to do something, and the two people behind them have to do something, and you have to all do it before the cast member uh, flicks the, the switch saying that you all have your safety belt. You know, you all pulled on the yellow tab. Uh, which, I'm, I'm at a Mexican restaurant drinking, and there's families here, and I just did the pull on the yellow tab movement. Like, and I'm pretty oh. sure they all think, mm-hmm. you know, pretty sure they all think I was just After uh, thoughts. Yeah. Well, the standards above uh, public behavior are much different in Europe than they are at home, Russ. <laughs> yeah, Dad, but they're from Akron. I don't know. You know what that's from? Uh, yeah, European Vacation. Thank European you. Vacation. Yeah, Dad, but they're from Akron. Think he's gonna porker, right? I feel I feel the weakest of all the vacation movies. Yeah, even, even vac- this vacation is good. Yeah, well, also with Papa Giorgio. Mr. I Papa Gio- them all. I don't want to say any of them are bad. No. I'm just saying that that one is the weakest. Even though I think, don't you get to see uh, what's your faces a uh, little uh, bit, little naughty yes. time? Well, you see, the he uh, Russ meets up with a German girl, and uh, they're making out, and she takes her top off. Yeah, so that made it the best one because I think that's the only one with actual nudity. Yeah. The best part though, is <laughs> they're sitting there making out, and and all of a sudden there's this bell ringing, and. <laughs> She's like, what do those bells mean? She goes, I, I don't know. They haven't rung in years. It means they're going to hang somebody. Dad! Dad! <laughs> <laughs> they're going to hang somebody. Dad! Are you not a vacation fan, Rhiannon? Um, like, Christmas vacation? 
Well, yeah. I mean, that's obviously the most mainstream of the oh, vacation. Okay. I, I, I enjoy that one. I've never seen it. Wow. Okay. I mean, I will say Mrs. D&D is not into these movies, like I, these 80s movies like I am. Oh, man, but they're so good. It's like, let's watch a new movie. I'm like, can we just watch Vacation again? <laughs> <laughs> let's watch a movie we haven't seen 48 times. Oh, I guess if we have to. But how am I supposed to say all the lines? Right. How am I supposed to entertain you with by saying all the lines before they say them? Put, the, put on the subtitles, baby, because I'm going to read this movie to you. I don't know why she doesn't love watching these. I don't get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. What does this mean? Um it says here there's a dining Disney dining plan plus option starting this week. Um I'm trying to figure out what's is this when the, the beer starts? Must be. Interesting. Two meals a day in any combination. Oh, table service, quick service, or character. It gives you a lot of different options anyways. I don't know, man. The Disney Dining Plan, when I used to be a cast, when I was a cast member and we stayed on rates, we could get a, a like a reduced rate dining plan, and that was actually a pretty good deal because it was it cost less than the regular. But at full price, man, it just doesn't ever seem to make sense. Nope. Does not. Yeah. Skip it to when you get here, and Rhiannon, you haven't been there either. There's going to be, you get to debut a new bar. New oh, bar. Shit. Tell me more. New bar alert, Regal Eagle. Oh, yeah. And breaking news, it's shockingly awesome. Like, I was expecting just plain old beer window, kind of like a glorified beer window. No. Take, no. It is no. basically, it is like, it's. It is focused now. What I what I learned on real bartenders with like their whole thing is they use you know premium American liquors, and you can make cocktails and also uh, many different beers. And but again, real bartenders, not pre-mixed. They sit there and they make the drink right in front of you. That's awesome. But it's not really a full bar because you can't just order whatever you want. Correct. It is not a full bar. They do have specific liquors that they are. Uh, promoting um now can we talk about this a second longer then because you said that they mix it in front of you but the mint julep is frozen does that mean that they blend it do you have the option to be like don't blend that i would like it traditional yeah, they, they, they would probably do that yeah he probably would do that mm. uh, yeah. right. i mean right. based on the pictures i'm looking at I, my assumption, I've not been there, but my assumption would be that they have it pre-frozen and probably just stir in the booze. Yes, I would think that's the case. So I would you see. can't get it unfrozen. Well, they could probably do it with different, I don't know, maybe there's a different way to do it. I don't, I just don't know. I just know that, like, Will, who's the bartender from A Bar Worth Fighting For, oh, loved Will. Was, was there. And I'm like, dude, you're here now? He's like, Yes. He goes, we're going to see what we can do here in World Showcase. He's like, this. hopefully this will be very lucrative. <laughs> and I'm like, it probably will be. Because, I mean, let's just Not like. Competition. Yeah, well, if you're thinking logistically, if you want like real booze, there's kind of a, a, a 
I mean, unless you really love sake and you got Japan, but they don't really have like a bar. Sake it to me, baby. Then you've got Italy on the other side, which is mostly, I guess they have the one inside, but it's just not. They've got a bar. It's fucking badass. So, I don't know. I think it's going to do well, though. I don't think most people go back there in Italy. I really don't. This one's right up front. You can see that bar's always busy anyway. Yeah, it's. Like, it was packed. Like, I went there, it was packed. The Regal Eagle Smokehouse, packed um, on just some random day, and it was freezing out. Um, Florida freezing, let's put it that way. <laughs> I took pictures for drinking at Disney. I think this will be the only uh, bar in the entire book where everybody in the in the pictures is in, like, winter clothes. It's <laughs> great. Because it was, that was definitely, I mean, it was cold. All the cast members had, like caps on and stuff i mean it was it was like all the like i was walking through france and one of the um french cast members unzipped her jacket to show one of the others and there was another oh. jacket beneath it like she was wearing two jackets damn it i like the other way yeah. the other way you were talking about it sounded way better that was the day that i had to break out the outdoor job fair and was not dressed appropriately and wanted to die what did you say there was some you met Somebody, oh, you, you were asking what millennial or uh, younger people, younger than millennials, what were they into? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I did not find out the answer. I, 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 it's not pogs, though, you found out? Pogs aren't cool? No. And like, kids these days, they're like, apparently not even into candy. Because we had candy out. Yeah, we had candy out on our table and sort of like a bunch of other places. And no one took the candy. They don't want the candy. You can't lure children into vans anymore with candy. Well, fuck, I'm never going to get another date. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like pogs or candy. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, TikTok, maybe? Uh, hey, anybody want to get this van? I got some TikTok over here. Yeah, TikToks. Uh, you get you get two million likes if you do a, a video right here. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 terrible. That's a terrible idea. That's, yeah, that's it's not, terrible. That's not cool. Yeah, terrible idea. Terrible idea. Anything else going on? Um, I mean, I mean seriously, the the news cycle has been dominated by um, corporate type stuff. Um, let's see, Hollywood Studios. Lots going on. Uh, it's been very busy, obviously. Been very busy. They had a race this weekend. Um, very busy. I accidentally forgot to go to my lunch reservation that I did on Sunday, and I got charged. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think there's any way of getting out of that. I think you're just screwed. <laughs> did you? No, no, no. So did you eat anywhere else on property? I didn't even go to property. Like, oh, I you're screwed. Yeah, like I didn't even like I didn't tap in. I wasn't there. I I I just wasn't there. I went to this street wrestling show downtown. <laughs> yeah, no, you're screwed. Yeah, I, I I looked at my I got my 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 watch started buzzing. I'm like, what's this? And I got a charge. I said, you've been charged from, you know, we were gonna do liberty because we were gonna take the fan. We were gonna maybe rope drop, do a couple rides, and then do Liberty Tree brunch. Oh, like, that, sounds, that awesome. sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. We didn't, you know. <laughs> yeah. We just we didn't. But um anyway. 
Sad. Sad. Let's see. Garden Rocks. Oh, that's what you're talking about, Skipper Gucci. Garden Rocks uh, concert lineup is announced. Rhiannon, I think I can definitely tell you when you're going to be coming. Uh, you're going to be arriving for, hang on, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? April 21st through 23rd, the mayor of Yacht Rock, Christopher Cross, will be here. Oh, no. I will have just left town. You're not going to be able to make it for uh, Yacht Rock, Yacht Rock's own Christopher Cross? Great not. Who's going to be there the weekend before? Uh, Let's see. You're looking for, is April 19th and 20th, or no? Is that? No. 17 and 18? Yeah. High Valley, new. Who the fuck is that? High Valley. Let's see. High Valley songs. High Valley. Wow, I don't know. It appears to be country. It appears to be country. Oh, great. Canadian country music duo from Beaumont, Alberta, Canada, a small community. Maybe Char knows them. Maybe Char is with them. Maybe that yeah. she's the lead singer. Oh, my God. This is so Rhiannon. All three grew up in a Mennonite community. And <laughs> they have Mennonites in Canada? Yeah, apparently. They were signed uh, to Atlantic Records in 2015. Shortly after their single, which is the one that they're going to be singing, is Make You Mine, was released to United States Country Radio, and it debuted at number 56. I thought there was some rule that all of these acts they get for these stupid shows are like washed up has-beens. These people weren't even signed until five years ago. How are they already washed up has-beens? Um, Atlanta. I will say Atlantic Star is coming. They, he, Atlantic Star had some great hits in the in the nineties. Um, let's see. Simple Plan. They seem a little too new as well. Not oh. as new as whatever that. What about Pivo Pryson? I was a big fan of his. That was some good make-out music back in the 80s, late, late in the 90s. And he also did some Disney music. So that's... Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Be- was it Beauty and the Beast? Is that what he did? Um, like the... It was either that or it was Aladdin. Yeah, P.O. He did... I don't think it was Beauty and the Beast, because I thought that was the guy that was with Linda Ronstadt. Peebo Price on Disney. With Celine Dion. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was and Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. He also did Whole New World. That's why it was yeah. confusing. Peebo right. Pryson did both Beauty and the Beast and Whole New World. Oh, no so he was huge in the uh, in the 90s. Oh, he's going to rock it. And, uh, my gosh. He, now, if you had said that he would have been there when I'm going to be there, I might be willing to walk slower as I pass through the American Pavilion. <laughs> you would maybe get two drinks at uh at a Regal Eagle. Yeah, Regal Eagle. I can't wait to go to the Regal Eagle. Yeah, I was really kind of you know I was I was being I was I had tempered expectations because I just kind of saw beer window. It's just gonna have you know it's gonna be kind of like fife and drum where it's just like you know a couple beers and some college program kid pouring it who's going to be half foam. No, real bartenders, real drinks, uh, real bar. So, well, I was shocked. 
shocked. Air Supply, Skipper Gritchie. I love Air Supply. Is that we're all out of love? We're so Look. lost without you. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I've thought about trying to do like some Air Supply uh, covers for 3 o'clock break. We haven't done one in a long time, but oh. those songs are so depressing. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so lost without you. I mean, my gosh. It's like when Rhiannon doesn't hear from me. When she texts me, I don't call back. She's like, I don't text her back. She's like, I'm so lost without you. No, that's when I start playing the second one. <laughs> if I don't respond to Rhiannon's text within 40 minutes, I get the, hello? Or just question marks. Just question marks. Well, I'm sorry, but... We should all be tethered to our phones. It's 2020. And so if you don't respond, clearly it means you're dead. Yes. Um, right. I typically am. It's just somehow, you know, typically am tethered to my phone, definitely. Yeah, I thought you were typically dead. I definitely am. But every once in a while, I have to work. Every once in a while. Weird. I know. I'm definitely excited about this uh, this uh, Coco thing. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm really excited to check this out. I yeah, really... me too. Did you ever see it? You never saw it, did you? Uh, no. I saw the Disney version of it. Oh, yeah? Okay. You did see it, Rhiannon? No. Oh. Okay. All right. Do you have any mixed feelings about um, at the Ep- during Epcot uh, transformation, they have completely destroyed the old pin trading area in the middle? <laughs> Rhiannon, I know you're a big pin trader. Did you, do you have any, any sad feelings about this? Not really. Um, first of all, I'm trying to retire from pen trading because I just, yeah, I think it's it's a dying thing. Um, but even if I weren't, that location was always kind of meh. I mean, it was fine, like, the, the physical location, but the actual structure itself I always found is a bit lacking. Hmm. Like, yeah. You know, compared to... And it was the hub the, for the... A lot of people really hated those um those tarp things. Yeah, they were ugly. I agree. Yeah. I feel Very like unpopular. Away. Well, they're gone, Skip. Good. I just Long remember with- trying to get to World Showcase and thinking, like, God, even this fucking fountain, just get out of the way. I'm trying to get some Rose and Crown. Just want to start drinking. Aww. Yeah. Oh. Cash is cuddled up with Mr. Toad right now. Um, let's see. What does this say? Hang on. I'm going to ask Sour Boner here. Uh, <laughs> Designated Disney Dad um, wants to know, George Thorogood has rolled into town and demands you bring him the best one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer combo from Walt Disney World property. So, uh... <laughs> Rhiannon, what are we bringing them? You know, one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer combo from Walt Disney World property. From where? What bars and what drinks are you bringing them? Man, I feel like you almost have to do that at the Yachtsman, at the galley. Oh, absolutely. Because that's where they've got uh, bourbon, scotch, and beer. I think it's, would he? Maybe we should get him to sing that song. In Yachtsman Steakhouse. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> the picture he uses is great. Uh, see, I don't know. See, 
I will say, Disney Disney Dad has become an expert in these, uh, you know, craft bourbons and scotches that I I am not at all familiar with. Are are you into this at all, Rhiannon? No, this uh, it's kind of like the new. Uh, we're moving to like craft liquors. I think we lost Rhiannon. Didn't want to talk it's fine. She doesn't want to talk about liquor. I know she does, she's not really a big drinker. No, sure. Really oh, there she is. There she is. Ooh. <laughs> Scared for a second. My Skype just decided to oh. get the fuck out. But are you are you getting excited? Like, are you getting more into these like craft like distilleries like bourbons and scotches? Uh, um, like like Disney Disney Dad has gotten gone on like these tours and gotten these really uh, unique uh, liquors. It's not that I don't like them, and it's not even that I can't appreciate them, unlike wine. I just, that's lost on me. But it's more that for the price point, you know, I mean, like, yeah, true. You, you go through it so quickly and it just shit adds up. But no, I mean, it's, it's tasty. It's tasty. Point like did not not to get serious on anybody. This is but he 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 brings up a good point. As Sour Boner, a designated Disney dad, um, he writes seems to be the days of being a local AP walking waking up and deciding to do a spontaneous Disney day are gone for the moment. Same day fast passes are nearly impossible to get, um, and it's really making him rethink his AP status. What's the point if we have to schedule a vacation like everyone else? And it actually brings a good point. Like I. I will say that it is becoming more, and for better or worse, that you really, at least a week, a few days in advance, need to schedule a day and really build around it, rather than just showing up. If you really want to, if you want to do um, any of the attractions, and that's a attractions. Like, because I mean, when you go, at least when it's being regional, Rian, you usually stay on site and you do your, you're basically doing mini vacations, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so, I mean, you're 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 to that point as a regional, but I would say regional is different from being a local, meaning that because you're you're not just going to show up usually unannounced, um, right. too many occasions. But um. Well, I mean, do you think it's potentially worth it to even try and like just randomly book? Because like what, you're allowed to have, like up to seven if you don't have a resort reservation booked, so you can just like randomly seven fast passes sprinkled out for the next two or three weeks and then if you feel like going to the park that day yeah. you have a fast pass and if not you cancel it and yep. I mean, then maybe you know it's it's definitely not as good as it used to be but it's not as bad as just saying fuck it if you thought no definitely i mean i think that's the thing is it's you know a lot this is coming up a lot especially with the price increases and everything that people are you're rethinking annual pass and you know for me, I just still like going so much. You know, going people are like, well, I'll go to Universal. But to me, that's not really a, a replacement. It doesn't. I would rather just not. I'd rather just go to the beach or something for the most part on most days. So it isn't really a. It isn't a realistic option for me to to do that. So it is really. Well, how do you best work this current situation? And it, it is interesting. I mean, I actually. That's one thing with this boarding pass. I love it because you show up and that day. Yeah, you got to get up early, but hey, I didn't have to book that ahead of time i show up i tap in and I'm, I'm there that day so i love the boarding pass idea versus planning the fast passes ahead of time mm-hmm. 
So it'd be interesting to see how you're, uh, but I mean, you guys don't do a lot of uh, traction skip when you're here anyway, so it isn't. Right. Yeah, we just kind of, you know, meander along. Like, yeah. we looked at trying to book a few things, uh, you know, like railroad, but by the time we went to book it, it was gone. So we have some stuff at uh, Hollywood Studios, but I also say that, like, those things are kind of, instead of, we don't plan around that. That's what we do if we're like, hey, I feel like we've had enough drinks here and now we have a fast pass. Let's go do that. Uh, Otherwise, that's what we usually do. We're just like, okay, so let's go to this bar until we go to that bar until we go to this bar. And if it just works out that somewhere in between the attractions that we booked, then we'll take them. Otherwise, those fast passes get burnt. Yeah, no, absolutely. That is really what kind of what it's like. And it's, it's interesting. And I think it'll be, I think it is something that, I am starting to get the feeling that this genie is going to do something completely different. And I don't mean, I think it's going to not do, I think the, the idea of the booking three fast passes in advance thing is not what G, this genie thing is going to do. So this could just be a whole moot point anyways. I don't know when they're planning on rolling this genie thing out, but something tells me they've got something different planned um, for that. Well, but I... No, please. No, no, I was yelling at Cash. I'm trying to fold towels, and he just pulled it out of my hands. Yeah, so I don't... Um, Well, but that's the thing. So if you look at... uh, uh, Cruise Balcony has an ass sour boner that says, when will Walt Disney World change things so that those staying on property get first dibs on rides and everyone else must wait? Uh, they do pay extra premium should they not get priority access. Question. And and I'm wondering if maybe that's what it's going to go to. It's yeah. going to be a, if you're not seen on property, you're same day fast pass. Right. You well, know, and. You, his ears. Oh, God, Brandon. I was just going to say that that kind of flies in the face of the current trend of opening up the 60 day fast pass window to all the good neighbor hotels. So why would they be opening up to non-Disney property only to then seriously restrict it? I don't know. Well, but maybe as a good neighbor, you know, that's that's one of the benefits of staying at a good neighbor hotel also. It might still, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what, if they can really get on board. I know we've talked about this. I've always been saying this, you know, get rid of the standby line. And really, the whole purpose of doing that is to just, for whatever good lack of a better share the same entrance that's really what it is if they can get to the point where they like kind of with the boarding groups you don't know let's say you have a boarding group you don't know if the person in that's also tapping in with you let's say they did book boarding groups ahead of time for resort guests but you got yours by showing up at 5 a.m and tapping in you don't know when you return how you all got there you just know that you all go in at the same time and i feel like they can really mix these resort guest premiums in without anyone even knowing that they got it. Uh, you know, it's, it's almost like they're going to be able to do it secretively, <laughs> but, um, and that's really the, what I've always thought the benefit of doing that is right now, if you're standing in a standby line and you're watching all these people fast passes come by you, you are f- pissed watching them. 
But if they do the same thing and you just share a line and you just all get you all go in at the same time, you don't know that they only waited four minutes and you waited forty five in the virtual queue. You know, you don't know that, and uh, so it just makes puts everybody in a little bit better mood. So I think I, 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 if if the genie can do that, I think um, you can give these guests that are staying on site all these and also club 33 like i i don't know this but somebody's saying that like they can get up to like 13 they get like 13 fast passes a day or something crazy and again you don't i don't know there's there's something crazy that club 33 gets and um but again if you do it without that standby line those guests don't know they're being cut in front of nearly as much (laughs) so if anything, I think the and to answer that final question, um, do they pay a premium? Should they get priority access? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, um, it really sucks though. It's just you know for pass holders because you could make the argument that we're paying a premium as well. I mean, especially yeah. people on platinum levels that are close to thousand dollars a year. That's a premium, I'd say. Yeah. Um, it is, but if you look at what you're paying per day compared to a hotel guest, you are sure, way if you're, paying less. You know, a lifestyler going all the time. But I'm just saying, you yeah. Know, if you look at somebody that's there for a week, they're paying almost the same price that they are uh, you are for the pass. But they don't have, you know, they don't get the discounts and they don't get uh, the magnet. <laughs> oh, uh, well, there you go. Yeah, right. Never mind. No, I'm just back. saying. No, I'm you just saying, like, you know, when you, when you break it down to the pass that you pay for and how much you go per day, the, the people that are there that aren't on an annual pass are paying way more than annual pass holders do to go in. Yep. Uh, and they're, you know, and they're paying for a hotel. Uh, yeah. Since they don't live in the area, they're probably paying for every meal. Again, it's property. just like I have a different view of this than you know Drunky does because I I do stay in the hotels and I I do eat oh, all yeah. my meals on property and so yeah you know. oh it's very it really is it is a totally different scenario so it, it's going to be interesting to see what this I don't think anybody I don't think they've said much what this genie is planning on doing but something tells me. They're not going to create a new system with it being kind of the same thing with the three pre-planned fast passes. I think whatever it ain't going to be that. That's what yeah. that's what it's not going to be. Um, that would be silly. Yeah, that would be silly. Um, it's going to be something. Maybe they'll different. bring fast pass plus to multiple. Yeah, I mean, I, with like something that you can like go up to like a machine and and like it'll spit out a like ticket or something. <laughs> like just tell you when to return. Yeah. No. Let's see. Uh, 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 that, that'll never work. No. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like crazy talk. I don't know. No, okay. Did you happen to see that the sour boner was featured on the touring plans Derek Bergen Saturday Six, the Idaho dog, the um, and it, it did we did get a shout out in the Saturday Six that um it was the inspiration of the sour boner. On the three o'clock parade podcast, so nice. there it is. The I don't sour boner. Read the Saturday six. 
Sorry, Derek. Yeah. But it made the cover of all the tweets, which was great. Like, there it was. The Sour Boner. Oh, that is good. Yeah, that part's good. The Sour Boner. <laughs> God, that was... <laughs> looking back, that was really funny. What a time to be alive when the Sour Boner was a thing. <laughs> sour Boner. Sour Boner. Kungaloosh, Viva Guy, and Sawabona. <laughs> uh, well, that does bring us to the end of, uh, I believe, this uh, episode of the 3 O'Clock Parade, unless any of you guys have anything you've yet to discuss that you're looking to. Uh, I don't, I feel like something big happened last week, but we didn't record, and I was like, oh, shucks, that would have been a fun thing to talk about. But now I don't remember. Let's see, I don't know. It was like some big, like another foaming at the mouth type situation. Oh yeah, I mean, there's always something, right? Um, sure. See if we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Look for just a moment. See if there's anything. Nothing yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. We'll figure it out. Yeah, anyway. Good. We did good. We did good. Sure. All right, gang. Well, it was lovely seeing you all again. And uh, thank you for listening to this episode of 3 O'Clock Parade. We will catch you on the next one. Okay, bye. Probably next week. Probably next week. Probably. 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 <laughs> catch you next time. Bye.